Hey colleagues, welcome back to the office and welcome to our podcast and presentation for today. This is Everything Zero, Getting Started with Zero Accounting Software. My name is Steve Yoss. I'll be your instructor and presenter and dare I say guide for our discussion as we review Zero, this incredible accounting application and tool that we can use for doing the books for our organization. Now, I've been looking forward to doing this presentation for a minute. Um, I've got to say, Zero is just one of those accounting packages that, uh, unfortunately, I don't think gets enough attention and doesn't get enough uh, consideration for where it fits into a company's product mix. Um, it's an easy-to-use solution for doing all different types of accounting, financial analysis, reporting, compliance, uh, accounts receivable, accounts payable, and more. And just not enough people here in the United States know about it. They're not familiar with what this incredible tool can do. And so in our discussion, um, this is actually going to be the first of a series that we're going to be starting examining zero. Uh, we're going to take a look today essentially at what this application can do for you and potentially for your clients and for their organizations. Today, we're going to go ahead and start with just kind of an overview with respect to what Zero is, who it's used for, how it fits into the particular market, uh, the type of clients that are best um, used for this particular application. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, some of the major critical features and functions uh, that you can use with respect to this application. Okay, so we'll talk about, for example, how it can be used as an accounting system to facilitate all different types of features and functions within the organization. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about the partner program. Uh, Zero has a really cool partner program that you can consider using for your organization. If you're a professional accounting firm, whether you're a CPA office, a bookkeeper, a financial planner, and more, Zero offers a, a platform of tools that can be used inside of your organization to help manage your organization better. If you want to truly bite off on this zero ecosystem, uh, they've got tools to manage the firm administration, assigning work and projects to staff. They've got a work papers tool. That's really useful if you need to generate the work papers for uh, your client and more. And we're going to talk about how you can essentially use some, some of these tools uh, to grow your firm and to grow your organization. So all that and more uh, in today's podcast. Now, before we get rolling today, I do want to remind you, as with all CPE Today podcasts, you can earn CPE credits for watching or listening to our podcast. Uh, you're always welcome to watch us live. We broadcast twice a week, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, occasionally throughout the week as well for other dates. And uh, you could attend and get CPE credit by just watching and enjoying the live presentation and ask questions. But if you're a up-and-coming professional, maybe you're commuting and you don't have time to attend a live webinar, that's totally okay. You can learn on your terms with us. Uh, if you're watching after the fact, all you have to do is take a short five-question quiz and you will earn a credit for today's class. Today's episode, you can find it by going to cpetoday.com and use course code XER1. And just for you, our special listener, if this is your first podcast with us, and your first class with us first. Thank you so much for being here. Guess what? This one's on us. Enjoy our first po your first podcast and get some credits for watching or listening. Uh, just use coupon code one free podcast at checkout and you can get a free CPE credit of your choosing of any of our podcast classes. Uh, so again, cpetoday.com, one free podcast has our coupon code. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and dive into this and discuss our first section, which is really kind of understanding zero the company and zero the product. Um, now, zero is not a new product. It's actually been around for over 15 years at this point. Uh, it was founded in 2006 by Rod Drury in beautiful Wellington, New Zealand. And I just got to say, I've got a soft spot in my heart uh, for New Zealand. For those of you who are longtime listeners, you might know that I used to live in New Zealand. That was the first place I worked and lived after college. And it is a fabulous, wonderful town. And their headquarters are actually right across the street from the uh, uh, National Museum there in New Zealand. I know exactly where they are. And um, 
you know, they, they got their start really kind of in New Zealand and Australia, and that's where they found their home initially. Uh, the company was originally called Accounting 2.0, uh, but over the course of a couple of years, they changed it to Zero. Now, I would say that that uh, Zero has always had a special place and kind of like a special home in the Commonwealth nations. Um, unfortunately, as I mentioned, it doesn't have a really a big position yet here in the U.S. Uh, marketplace. But if you go outside the United States to Canada, Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand, other Commonwealth nations like that, they're actually pretty significant. And I would say it's probably the most common accounting solution you'd see there. Uh, in 2019, they reported that they had about 2 million subscribers worldwide. But as I mentioned, only about 200,000 or so here in the U.S. Now, Xero is a SaaS-based accounting product, okay? SaaS meaning software as a service. Uh, there's nothing for you to install on your devices with the exception of maybe a mobile app if you want to put it onto your cell phone and access it on the go. The actual solution itself, you're going to interact with using your favorite internet browser. For me, it's going to be Google Chrome, but you can use Edge, Firefox, whatever you'd like. As long as it's supporting contemporary web standards, you're going to be good to go. And what's nice about this, nothing for you to install, nothing for you to maintain. You don't have to think about backup, security, configuration, nothing. Uh, it just works just like any other website. If you can get to YouTube, Google, Gmail, uh, you can go ahead and you can get into Zero and you can do some accounting work. Now, I would say is that Zero has definitely put a pretty heavy emphasis on making accounting easy. Um, it is not a professional product in the sense that you would see, for example, with like a Dynamics 365 or a Microsoft AX or um, Oracle or something like that. It's definitely intended for smaller businesses. Uh, it's intended to help make accounting very approachable, easy, and a full-fledged solution. Uh, so, you know, if you need to manage AR, AP, uh, general bookkeeping, general ledger reporting, things of this nature, I mean, zero is going to be, uh, for you. And if you don't have a strong background with respect to, uh, accounting, I mean, zero is also going to be for you. It's a very approachable solution for really kind of all sizes of business, but where I would say they kind of fit in the best are going to be those entry level, uh, getting started and then growing into the full, uh, feature set of the solution. So in that vein, let's also talk about some of the big questions with respect to platform and where this solution might fit in. Uh, so zero as with most SaaS cloud-based accounting solutions are really intended to fit a specific audience. Uh, whether we're talking about uh, QuickBooks or we're talking about some of the Sage products uh, and Zero in the same breath, okay, they're really kind of intended to fit organizations that are typically service-oriented. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is that Zero is again, really kind of designed for that small business that doesn't have a lot of complexity in their accounting system. So it's not really designed, for example, for what we would see in like a manufacturing company uh, or companies that have, have high complexity of inventory or high complexity of point of sale. Uh, certainly not for organizations that need consolidations, job costing, or merging. Uh, it's really going to fit well with organizations that are typically going to be service-based. So professional service firms, small retail operations with limited point of sale, limited inventory, uh, companies that don't need a lot of customization and heavy financial statements, those are going to be the best suited for the zero platform. So I wouldn't use this, for example, on my construction company or my manufacturing company, but I would use it maybe to manage the books and records of a small consultancy, um, you know, a dentist's office, a chiropractor's office, you know, something of that nature. Maybe even, for example, like your local ice cream shop, uh, where you're maybe having a separate point of sale system, maybe like Clover or Square, and you're bringing in some of those transactions just through journal entry. But it's not going to be the solution you're going to want to pick for super, super, super complex stuff. There are plenty of other solutions you can consider. Uh, and that's fine. I mean, if you look at the number of small businesses that are out there, there's a lot more smaller businesses than there are big businesses. And for the price, I think Zero is a pretty good fit for a lot of different organizations. Now, one of the things it does have, and I'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute, is a killer online marketplace, apps.zero.com. Now, the marketplace is fantastic because it's got tons of integration tools, tons of reporting tools, tons of tools that allow you to uh, drop in into your zero account to share data. We'll talk more about that here in a few.
They've also recently added what they call the HubDoc tool. Okay, this is for invoice statement retrieval uh, to assist in that particular process. They've added their expense claims for data extraction uh, from expense reports and, and such. And for the professional accountants in the room, they've also recently added a multi-client, multi-company capabilities. Okay. Now this is not necessarily consolidation or mergers. Really, this is intended for the professional service firm that has multiple clients that are using the zero interface that allows you to jump between clients and allows you to have one login. That's your login that you can use for multiple clients. They map you in, they invite you in, you can access their books and records, uh, just like you know, you would access anything on, on their website, uh, but it's all secure. And through this, it makes it easy for you because you'll have to track separate logins to get into everything. You have one login to get it all in one place. Now from the reporting side of this zero does have a number of reports that are built directly into the solution itself. Uh, so all the standard compliance-based reports that you would come to expect, income statement, balance sheet, cash flow statement, general ledger, trial balance, all that stuff is all there. Okay. But let's, let's just put that on a shelf for a second. And let's talk about maybe some other types of reporting, like, you know, for example, um, KPIs, uh, key performance indicators, and other types of value-based statements. Getting that type of information out is often really helpful and useful because that's how most organizations are going to make decisions. Unfortunately, you know, uh, most people don't have enough financial literacy to really understand at a deep level, a statement of cash flows or, you know, a balance sheet or an income statement of something like that. So being able to get the data out besides the compliance-based report and into a reporting solution, like for example, Microsoft Power BI or Fandom uh, or Zoho Analytics and others is fabulous because you can take that data and you can mash that data up with other types of data sets and produce a report that's really meaningful and helpful for people to better run their business. And recently, uh, among the many new features that they've added, they added a Power BI connector, which in my opinion is the killer feature uh, for the year, which allows you to be able to pull data directly out and be able to populate a dashboard and put that financial data from zero right next to social media data or website analytics and more. Now, in terms of integration, now, when we speak to integration, what we're talking about is making it easy to move data from point A to point B, from system A to system B. Increasingly, our organizations are working with more and more data sets. We're working with larger and larger data sets. Uh, your average professional service firm at the moment is on average, I think it's about a dozen systems. And that certainly can vary widely, some more, but often I'm sorry, some fewer, but often even more than 12 different platforms or systems. And just think about it. I mean, you could have G Suite or Google Workspace. You could have Office 365. You could have Zero. Uh, you could have a number of these different tools that kind of add up. And so the more that we can focus on integration, allowing the data to flow between these different systems without really kind of us having to uh, do a lot of the additional manual entry, the better we're going to be overall because it's going to reduce clerical errors. It's going to make things faster, more secure, and it's also going to be cheaper because we're not going to have to pay somebody to double key things. Good news is as zero talks to a lot of solutions, as I mentioned, their marketplace provides a lot of really kind of useful features and functions. Uh, including integrations out to most of the common business tools that we'd see today. Okay. Now, besides that, they also support a number of integration tools. Sometimes we refer to these tools as integration platform as a service or IPaaS tools. Uh, sometimes we also refer to them as digital plumbing tools. Just like the pipes in your house move water around from point A to point B, digital plumbing tools move data around from point A to point B so that you don't have to double key, double entry something. Uh, often these tools are also called trigger and action tools, meaning a trigger starts something, kicks off a workflow, and then will perform a set of associated actions. And in this particular case, Zero thankfully talks to a number of these tools. Uh, Zapier or Zapier, which is probably the largest and most robust of these integration tools that have been out for a number of years, uh, works with over 3000 different products. So using this, you can pull information or push information to zero from any number of solutions. Maybe you're using HubSpot for your customer relationship management, or maybe you're using formidable forms for doing forms on your website and you want to push and pull data to and from zero. Well, Zapier or Power Automate or Zoho Flow, any of these three 
three tools are going to be how you can actually get data to and from the solution. So it's great that it supports all three of these. Now, some other newer things that they've added, as I mentioned, they added the Power BI data connector. They've also added new multi-factor authentication, which is incredible, uh, easy, efficient. It's fantastic. I would tell you that if you did one thing with respect to security new in 2021 is to use multi-faction uh, authentication everywhere because it is so helpful for reducing your risk and exposure. Uh, so they've improved the security and, and accessibility of the product. They've also added a number of new financial reporting options, including tracking by category and a duplicate statement lines report for identifying problems inside of the application. Now, that's all I'm going to talk about in terms of new zero functionality. If you happen to be watching live, I want to uh, pique your interest because next Friday, which will be Friday, uh, December 3rd, 2021, we're actually going to be having a person from zero attending our podcast live, answering questions about zero, as well as presenting some of the newest, latest, and greatest tools and features with respect to that platform. Uh, so please consider tuning in next Friday, December 3rd at 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, where your host, Randy Johnston, and Zero will be going through the application talking about the major tips and tricks that you should know for 2022, as well as some of the newer cutting edge features that they want you to know about. All right, let's go ahead and have our first review question. Which of the following organizations would generally not be a good fit for Zero? So what would not be a good fit? Uh, would it be a professional service firm? No, I think that would be a pretty good fit. Usually pretty low complexity, a couple of revenue options, maybe about 15 to 30 different expense codes. I think that would be a good option. An online shop with limited inventory. Likewise, usually pretty simple. Maybe you're selling t-shirts, candy, something like that. That should be pretty good and a good fit for zero as well. A sole proprietor consultant. Yeah, I think that would also be a pretty good fit. Uh, usually again, low complexity, easy to work with. Maybe that sole proprietor doesn't have a lot of time to spend on their accounting. So I think they would benefit heavily from having zero, uh, features and tools to do a lot of the heavy lifting for them, including those bank feeds. Is it an organization that needs to consolidate their books? Well, guess what folks? I think you probably picked out the, uh, the choice here. It would not be a good fit for organizations that need consolidation. Uh, fortunately, there's just not a lot actually in the cloud accounting space yet that really for supports organizations that need to consolidate. So if you've got a company of books, you know, multiple, like a parent company with children companies, you need to set, create a merged set of books and records. Unfortunately, zero wouldn't be a good fit. You could certainly run them as separate uh, books and do that manual consider consolidation, but that'd be a lot of work. So, uh, but that would not be a good fit here. All right, moving along here, let's go ahead and talk about the zero marketplace. Okay. Now the zero marketplace is your one-stop shop for all of your business functionality needs. Uh, the marketplace is the second largest ecosystem of accounting plugins. Uh, the largest of being is going to be, um, QuickBooks online, uh, QuickBooks online into its product, um, definitely has more features and functions, but what you will find out with respect to the zero marketplace is that many of the major ones that you would come to expect to see like Expensify or Shopify or Practice Ignition or Zapier, PayPal, Stripe, Gusto, you name it. I mean, all the big ones are going to be there. Um, you know, and so most of the time that shouldn't be your holdup because you'll find the tools and features that you would probably need to end up using. You would find in both marketplaces. Uh, it's actually pretty large. It's got 700 apps and 18 different categories. So, I mean, it is, is a pretty large solution. It covers a wide range of business needs. Uh, you can find stuff to really kind of fit all different types of, of needs for your organization. The idea being is that think of it as like a hub and spoke zero is the hub. It's in the middle and it's got these spokes out to all these other business applications that you might need. So yeah, you can connect to an expense tracking software, timekeeping application, um, financial financial management, uh, financial payment processing and more. And they all speak back to zero communicating information in real time for you. Uh, so you can find apps everywhere, saving time, project management, effective reporting and more. And what's also really kind of cool about the mar marketplace is that all these tools are going to be SaaS and cloud-based and they offer point and click integration. Okay. Really what you're doing here is you're instantly adding new features and functions to your zero account without a lot of headache on your part. You hit a button and that tool works. 
You can check this out by going to apps.zero.com. In fact, let's go ahead and switch over and take a look at the Zero App Marketplace. Now, with respect to the app marketplace, uh, when you're actually presented with this, the first thing that you're going to notice, and I always appreciate this with uh, marketplaces, is they draw your attention to what their staff has picked or the user curated top list. Because often my needs are going to be very similar to other organizations' needs. And just kind of walking through here, we can see some of the other major products and services that they offer uh, and tools that we might not have, uh, for example, known about you know, on our own. Now, if we choose to get a little bit more in depth on the left-hand side here, you'll see that this is broken down to other major categories. So if we wanted to go, for example, and look at reporting tools, we can click that category and we can see here all the various different accounting tools that are offered that will integrate into Zero. Likewise, if we click over here, maybe we click over to our e-commerce, okay, we could find out there are a number of tools that we can use that if we had an e-commerce shop that would immediately work with Zero uh, to push over sales directly into our Zero account, including Shopify, one of the larger uh, cloud-based accounting, uh, sorry, one of the larger cloud-based e-commerce solutions out there. Okay, this one's also written by zero. What's nice about that is because it's written by zero, we know it's 100% going to work and it's going to be secure. Now, what's great about this, all we have to do is click that little sign in button. We authenticate, we map it into the specific client account that we would like or our firm's account, and then instantly that information is going to work for us. Now, what I would recommend that you do with any sort of plugin with any accounting solution before you click that little login and, and add it is to read through and understand exactly what this does. Often with respect to the integration tools, they will work, but they might not work the exact way that you think. And so it's always important to know how they're going to, uh, how they're going to work and function. Uh, so what it does over here, it syncs your data transactions to zero automatically. Okay. It allows you to control payment gateways. That's fantastic. Daily summary of sales, so on and so forth. And it'll even give us a little bit of screenshots with respect to showing us how this works. Now, also, it's also good to read through, you know, some of the reviews that will be listed as well. So the marketplace you can find and put together through these different products and tools, a business operating system that will work and function well for your organization uh, so that it'll work the way that you think it's going to work. And without having all these tools kind of being their own island, they share data with each other. Now, I'll also point out with respect to the App Store, you'll notice there's accountant tools and then there's also zero HQ apps. These are going to be specific interests to professional accounting. Okay. It's going to be things like Fathom, for example, which is an excellent accounting reporting tool or, or Pluto, which is a really cool tool for doing uh, financial payments for AR and AP and more. Uh, so if you're doing this, you know, professionally for your accountants, definitely check out both the accountants tools as well as the zero HQ, uh, which are going to be practice management tools, uh, to give you insight and, and, um, functionality to better support your professional accounting practice. But I would say overall that zero marketplace is, a, I'm always finding great ideas. I'm always finding newer features and products that I can consider implementing inside of my uh, organization. And I think you will do the same. Okay. Now let's talk about how zero helps the client. And as I mentioned, zero is really kind of intended for that organization that is either getting started, doesn't have a lot of time with respect to their accounting is, uh, maybe doesn't even have a full-time accountant inside their organization. Uh, or maybe the accountant they have is not maybe a CPA, but you know, kind of somebody who maybe is more, uh, in tune with respect to, um, bookkeeping. Well, zero is intended to make accounting easy to use and to make the functionality uh, efficient and effective in a lot of different ways. Okay. Now it allows for organizations to do some really cool things. For example, you can automate a fair number of tasks inside of zero reporting and invoicing. Let's say you've got, uh, accounts that regularly need to be invoiced once a month for the same amount, maybe a retainer. Great. You can automate those, set them up once and they will run forever. Likewise with reporting, you can set it up and so that every week, every month, a report will be generated and disseminated to whoever needs to get it. Uh, it can automatically, for example, help with compliance for tax. So it can pull together the different tax information that's required and um, consolidate it and make it available to your clients and, and to yourself to be timely for a sales tax payment, income tax payment, or something else like that. 
It offers efficient and effective automatic reconciliation through bank feeds, which I'll show you here in a minute once we switch over to the solution. Uh, bank feeds, if you haven't seen it before uh, and you're not using them, you're really, in my opinion, um, missing the boat because bank feeds are probably one of the best things to be introduced to accounting solutions in the last, oh man, I'm going to say 20 years, maybe even longer. Uh, in a nutshell, you hook your accounting solution up directly to the bank or the credit card and they feed information directly into the accounting system. And in this new COVID, post-COVID, I'm not exactly sure world we're living in now where almost everything is going to be digital, you know, through Apple Pay, Google Pay, or at least through a credit card. I mean, there's just not that much cash anymore. Why not just download it directly from the accounting, uh, directly into the accounting system from the bank? Because man, that's going to make data entry so much faster and easier. And then it does it repeatedly. It does it every single day. We'll download those new transactions. And from an internal controls perspective, that is so much more efficient because you're going to catch things that potentially could be wrong or fraudulent in a much shorter time period than you did previously where you'd have to wait for the statement or whatever you happen to be logging in to look at your online banking. Now you're going to get that right in front of you uh, every single time you go into the accounting solution. Now, it also offers some really great tools for advisors and financial professionals uh, where you can map in your financial professional into your zero account and giving them access to be able to see your books and records. So gone are the days of, for example, the old school days in QuickBooks where you'd have to send an accountant's copy to somebody or a working copy to somebody, or they'd have to set up like some sort of remote desktop to get into your solution to do your bookkeeping at the end of the day. Now, accountant and client, they both can get into the solution simultaneously. They both can see the books and records and uh, anytime they want. And the security and everything is perfect at every step. Okay. Allows employees to directly submit expenses and manage and leave and send invoices. So there's this idea that uh, we can allow staff and give delegated permissions and access depending on what they need to do directly to them. It also provides services around payroll, expense tracking, project management, with the whole goal that you can do as much as you possibly can in one single place. So what are some of the major features and functions of Zero? Well, it does a lot. I'm going to list these off. Then we're going to go ahead and switch over to Zero and take a look at some of these features hands-on here in a minute. But anything that you could think of that would be in the normal course of business for an organization that they would expect their accounting system to do, Zero does, and it does well. Okay. So you can use this, for example, to track and pay your bills. You can age your bills and put them in, see what your predicted cash flow will be at a future period, and then pay accordingly. You might even want to, for example, use some of the electronic payment solutions that are out there and even pay them through ACH and E check electronically automatically. Uh, you could, for example, track your expenses, both at the employee level, as well as the company level. Um, likewise, turning them into bills, aging them and, appro and appropriately paying them. You can support bank feeds. So if you want to, for example, bring in your transactions from Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, your local credit union. Zero works with thousands of different financial institutions around the world to allow you to bring in your, um, bank feeds directly into the application for your accounting purposes. You can accept payments from your customers. Um, you can, for example, use this as a project management tool, uh, tracking progress on jobs. And then for example, doing periodic invoicing, uh, tracking your times and costs and doing a per project financial statement if needed. It also features a number of additional payroll tools that you can use to extend the underlying platform to offer payroll to your staff. It has good bank reconciliation functionality, uh, which again, if you pair with bank feeds, it's going to make it easy breezy. So all you have to do is essentially just review the bank statement, make sure the financial transactions match, and it will even do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. That's one of its best features in my mind. It's got a mini CRM, so you can manage your contacts, manage essentially the contact information for your staff, as well as your clients, uh, so that you have one central truth for what a company's phone number or email might be. It's HubDoc integration for document management. So if you want to use this as a document portal to exchange information with people, you can. 
And uh, that's actually a really kind of cool tool for the professional accountant. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit later on when we talk about the uh, HQ practice manager and workplace application, how you can use the HubDoc for exchanging files with your clients. Okay, you can use it to generate all different types of reports, compliance-driven reports, balance sheets, income statements, not a problem. Aging reports, not a problem at all. You could track inventory, uh, although as I, I previously had stated, it's not a heavy inventory application, but if you've got limited inventory needs, you'll probably do pretty well with this, and you can track where you are, your cost of goods sold, quantity on hand, do adjustments, so on and so forth. And when someone buys something, you can even send them an invoice electronically and let them pay electronically. Now, it also offers multi-currency accounting. As I mentioned, this started outside of the United States, started in the great country of New Zealand, uh, which does not use the United States dollar. It uses the New Zealand dollar. Okay. So, uh, they've built in multi-currency for this global economy that they live in. So if you have clients in, in China, you've got clients in Japan, you've got clients in Canada and more, not a problem. You can invoice in those local currency amounts. You can also do purchase orders. You can create sales quotes and estimates. You could track and manage your sales tax compliance as well. Uh, you could even do advanced analytics, although that is a separate tool that they want to add on and you have multiple options with respect to this. And you can even do your 1099 reporting. So uh, at the beginning of the year, you need to get your 1099s out. You can effectively and efficiently generate those and get them ready for your contractors. Now, in our next section here, let's go ahead and switch over and take a look at the Zero website and let's actually dive into the application so that we can have a sense of what this tool can do. Now, if you're just getting started with Zero, you're going to head on over to zero.com. And just to be clear for our listeners here who maybe aren't watching my screen, remember you can always watch live on YouTube or Facebook uh, or at cpetoday.com and see what I'm doing and see the slides. But if you're just listening, uh, I want to point out zero is spelled with an X. It's X E R O, not a, a Z as in zebra, but an X as in X ray, X E R O. So zero.com, come on over here. You can browse some of the major features and kind of get some sense of how this particular tool works for paying bills, claiming expenses, bank connections, and more. Uh, you could review, for example, their payroll solution with Gusto. You can track the projects, so on and so forth. And you can also come over here on the right-hand side, you'll see they've got a section, special section that says for accountants and bookkeepers. And this is where you can explore some of the specific tools for practice management. You know, for Zero HQ, the practice manager, the work papers tool, and more are going to be listed right here. Okay. Now, let's talk a little bit about their plans in terms of the different solutions that they offer. Now, the plans will vary depending on uh, what level of feature and function that you are looking for. Okay. So uh, the plans start at $25. Sorry, they start at $12 and they go up to 65 bucks per month, depending on what you're needing. Now, payroll is available at every feature and function level. So you can get payroll at the $12 rate per month. You can get it at the $65 rate per month. Okay. Now the big differences with respect to these different levels, it's going to be limiting with respect to the features and functions that you would get at the $12 rate. For example, you're going to do the basic thing. So small schedule C taxpayer would probably do pretty well at this level. Uh, they can enter bills. They can do some small invoices. They can reconcile their bank, but you know what? They're not going to do multi-currency. They're not going to track expenses and uh, they're not going to be able to do uh, bulk reconciliation. They'll have to do it month by month. Uh, and at the high level, you get all of that plus additional stuff, tracking project, expenses, multi-currency, and more. Okay. Most users end up, though, probably smack dab here in the middle with this growing plan. And with this growing plan, uh, you get a, pretty much everything you mostly would need. Okay. So overall, pretty cool with respect to what it provides. All righty. So, and also what I will point out with respect to this, and this is unfortunately how most SaaS-based accounting products work, this is going to be per company. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, if you've got three or four companies, you're going to be paying that fee per company. Okay. Now, all of them come 
you can cancel with one month's notice. They all come with 24-7 support, safe, secure. The security features and everything else are exactly what you would need, okay? Now, if you're getting started, come on up here to the upper right-hand corner. You'll see this option that says Try Zero for free. Exactly what you would think. You can try a 30-day trial. Uh, creating an account doesn't actually start the billing or anything. You just create one, and you just drop in your name, your email. They're going to verify everything. It's just exactly what you would expect, and then you will have your account. Now, I'm going to switch over here to our company, and one of the things that's kind of cool is they do have a demo company that you can try to uh, use. Once you have essentially established your Zero account, you'll have your Zero dashboard, and you can see here I'm just in the normal dashboard listed, and you can just come on over here and select your businesses, uh, or from the dashboard itself, you could select the demo company. And let me see if I can switch over here. Yep, sorry. Upper left-hand corner, you'll see the name of your company. And if you come down here, you'll see an option that says uh, Demo Company USA, which is what we're going to use here today. Uh, this is a sandbox. It's a playground. You can try things, blow it up, and none of it will actually stick to your uh, actual company file, which is what I would really strongly encourage you to do. Uh, it's never fun to work with production data and then realize you made a mistake and you have to go back and fix a whole bunch of stuff. All right, I'll zoom in here to make it a little easier for folks. Now, the actual product itself, very simple, which is one of the things I really love about this because it makes it very approachable for a lot of people who don't do accounting on a regular basis. Um, okay, standard toolbar up top, it's going to be broken down by functional area. The dashboard, which is what we're on at the moment, is going to give us a high-level overview of our zero account. You know, the money that's in our checking account, giving us a, a projected cash flow for our organization day by day. Okay. As well as our amounts that are in our savings account, our checking account gives us a sense of our cash in, cash out, the bills that are coming up, what we need to pay, when it's going to become due, when things are overdue. Uh, likewise for our invoices and the aging that goes along with it. Okay. And then the other major functional areas would be overview of the business itself. And if we click in here, we can see some of the major um, questions that we would get asked like, Hey, what's our cash flow? What's the snapshot of the business overall? Uh, let me take a look at my invoices, my quotes, my bills to pay. We'll explore these shortly. If we click over here to accounting, this is going to be probably of the most interest in use to our professional accounting um, audience. This is going to be where you can establish your bank accounts, set up your reports, your advanced, and then some accounting specific tools like a listing of the general ledger, listing of the balance sheet, the sales, some, uh, sales tax report, and more. Uh, this is also going to be where you can go and configure your chart of accounts. Now, these other two sections over here, these are uh, more, let's think, business operating system wise. Okay. So, we're often inside of our business, we're going to have projects. This is going to be where we can set up and manage our different projects, cost codes, billing rates, so on and so forth. Likewise, we could set up our contacts, whether it be sales, uh, leads, vendors, customers, clients, people inside of our organization and more, uh, and then be able to track the time or not time, but the, uh, correspondence and the, uh, um, information, uh, with respect to those different clients, uh, and contacts. So it's, again, it's kind of like a little mini CRM. Now over here on the far right, this is something pretty easy to overlook. You're going to see there's this little plus icon and from this little plus icon, this is going to be where you can add and create something new. So really quickly, if you wanted to go and create a new invoice, a bill, a purchase order, or something else of that nature, you click the little plus, you click the, what thing you would like to do in this case, let's select the invoice here and it's going to bring up the invoice for you to be able to operate. Okay. Now the actual solution itself, very flexible, very easy. It's going to operate the way you think it is, you know? So in your two section, that's where you're going to start to type out the company, the client, the vendor, the contact, whatever you'd like to do here. Okay. And you're going to go ahead and start to create your invoice in the way that you would create your invoice normally. Give it a date, give it a due date. Uh, the sequence of the invoice numbers will automatically auto increment as the next one is created. You can have and create additional fields like a reference field. You can even create different visual appearances with respect to the invoices as well. We'll talk more about invoices here in a little bit. Okay. So for this little plus icon, this is going to be where you can create other types of things that you would need on a normal basis, whether it is a bill, creating a new contact record, a purchase order, whatever inside your organization. 
Now the little, uh, magnifying glass, as you would expect, this would be how you would go ahead and search for things inside of your company. Unfortunately, since we are in a demo file, they do not allow searching, which I don't really know why, but this would be where you could type in an invoice number, a, you know, a name on a check, uh, an amount, something like that. And you can go ahead and find that, uh, record. Okay. So in a nutshell, this is it. I mean, that's how simple this actual tool is. There's not a lot of complexity built into it. It's a very approachable solution. And if you've never worked with uh, zero before, you actually might be taken back just by how simple it actually is. But uh, remember, I mean, usually things that are simple are elegantly complex in the background. Okay, so let's go ahead and take a look at some of these specific menus and dive into some of the features and functions and at least point out where they happen to be. Now, the first thing I want to point out to you are going to be the bank feeds because I really love bank feeds. I think they are so useful and effective in so many different ways. And if you're not using it, again, you're really kind of missing the boat. Now to access our bank feeds, what we're going to want to end up doing is we're going to want to come up here to our accounting menu and then select bank. Now, the first thing that I usually do when I go to set up an accounting system is I set up my chart of accounts and I will at least list out the accounts that I would come to expect. Okay. That would be over here under the accounting section. And then I would select chart of accounts and I would build this out. Now, being a recovering accountant myself, I've generally got my preferred chart of accounts that I like to use, you know, my codes, my accounts, uh, names, you know, how I set these up and more. But the next thing that I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to be mapping in the bank records. So in this particular instance, I come up here to accounting bank accounts. And then after I've created that chart of account, what I would then ultimately end up doing here is I would map this in to the specific, um, uh, bank company that I choose to use. Okay. So we can click up here at this bank account. It's going to drop us into a screen where it's going to allow us to search. And the good news is, is that almost all banks here in the United States support this. So if we're working with Wells Fargo, there we go. We can see Wells Fargo is listed. If we look with Bank of America, okay, we can see that's listed. Uh, and you would see that most, okay, most of your credit unions, for example, are going to be listed in here as well. So here's Students Federal Credit Union. If you happen to be in Pennsylvania, um, you're going to find that a lot of those are going to be supported here. Um, so I've liked that. And all you have to do when you select the particular bank or credit card, in this case, let's say it's American Express, uh, you drop in the name, you drop in the type of an account, the authentication information, like the username and password for that particular service. You have to have online banking set up for it. And it just drops in those transactions for you automatically. And once you've got that set up, it just will continue to run and operate automatically for you. Okay. So with respect to this, once you're actually in the solution itself, um, once those accounts are listed in here, uh, it will start to download those transactions for you automatically. And in fact, you'll see over here, it says reconcile 29 items. These are going to be the transactions that are automatically coming in, in this case from city national bank. Okay. I select the account. I put in a memo, potentially the name of the person who's supposed to have that you know, like if it's a vendor, for example, and it will add that specific transaction to the general ledger. Okay. So that's, what's kind of nice about this. And you can even from the bank feed section here, set up banking rules. So that it even makes it simpler going forward where you can say, Hey, anytime you, for example, see seven 11, okay. Automatically put it to auto and fuel, uh, or classify it in a particular way. That is how you want it to work for your organization. And it'll just do that automatically for you in the future. So bank feeds are fantastic because they get the data into it. Bank rules are awesome because they automatically categorize and standardize the terms and the payables and the descriptions and everything to make it just really tight and concise for your organization. So over here, this is a spend money rule. We can have money receive rules, wealth transfer. Uh, we can, for example, look or we can change the payee information. We can set reminders, references, specifically targeted to a specific account and more. So I wanted to be, you to be aware of the bank feeds section. Okay. Also with inside of here, there are some really useful tools around reporting. So if we drop down on the accounting side of this, we can go to our reports overview screen. And for the reports overview screen, this is where we can run all of our standard business reports that we would come to expect. Okay. If we just need to run a GL, 
account transactions, plop this up. And from this uh, GL, we can choose to narrow it down to a specific account, bank account, a uh, specific uh, uh, sub-series of accounts if, if, like, if we'd like. We can choose what, uh, for example, columns. We can choose how it's summarized. Uh, we can include everything or only include transactions that are included. And it produces just, again, a very, very nice report that, in fact, balances. It's always great when it balances. And then from here, if we choose to do so, we can change the accounting method. We can change uh, the basis. Uh, we can change it from a cash basis to a accrual basis if we'd like. And certainly, we can also export this information, which would be down here in our lower right-hand side. We can either save this report and recall it. So if we want to save it as a custom report, we can do that. Or we can choose to download this into either PDF format, Excel format, or something else like that. Okay. We can also even add a text block over here. So if we want to put some clarity, some clarifying statements inside of this, we can certainly do that as well. Now, all the standard compliance-based reports that you would come to expect are going to be supported here. APAR, balance sheet income statement, so on and so forth. Um, and you can also create some limited custom reports, which are mostly going to be a... a uh, you know, a variation of a standard report inside of here, but that you've customized to you know, maybe have a custom header or footer or something else of that nature. So from the accounting menu here, this is where you're going to be able to access a lot of that reporting information as well. And this is also, for example, where you can come in here, set up your chart of accounts, as we mentioned a minute ago. Uh, this is going to be where you could, for example, also set up your journal entries. So if you need to standardize and create a repeating journal entry, maybe for depreciation or amortization, and then post it annually or quarterly or monthly, guess what? You can do that. You can, uh, save that journal entry and then recall it whenever need be. Now you can also, and I want to draw your attention to this because this is an overlooked feature and function, the find and recode tool. The find and recode allows you, and this is going to be a particular interest to professional accountants because we're often correcting the books and records of our um, clients is that often we need to correct the entry because they put things into the wrong uh, account. So for example, maybe we want to come over here and we want to go and look for a specific account. And let's just say it's going to be our, uh, let's pick on meals and, and entertainment. That's usually something that gets a little messed up. Good examples of this would be like tax accounts, usually are often put into the wrong places. Um, okay. Uh, or also like, uh, for example, cost of goods sold, you know, often get reclassified and put in the wrong places as well. Okay. So in this particular instance, we can see there's three transactions here. Let's just hypothetically say that, uh, these two transactions over here need to be moved. Well, instead of having to go to each one separately, what I can actually do here is I can come in bulk recode them, changing the contact or maybe putting them into a different, uh, account or even to a different tax rate. So let's just say hypothetically, these aren't entertainment expenses. They're in fact travel expenses. We can go ahead and select that, click that review process, click that confirm process, and it will bulk reclassify those two transactions to put them into the correct account for us, uh, thereby ensuring that they pop up on the, um, and you'll see right here, it says travel into the correct account for, uh, the financial statements. So the accountant section, that's where I tend to hang out the most when I'm working with books and records for my clients. Okay. Now over here on the business section, this is going to be a particular helpful and use for your clients. Uh, this is where they're going to, for example, set up their invoices. As we mentioned, if you want to create an invoice, uh, this would be where you would do it or a credit memo, or if you want to send a statement, uh, you can look at an existing invoice as well and, uh, specify them by, by type or by client, by date, whatever it needs. And it even has the ability to be able to track these invoices. If you send them out digitally, you can actually, for example, see when that, uh, that client, for example, sent that particular invoice and whether or not that invoice has been, uh, actually open. If we click over here to the right, we can email it out again. We can print it as a PDF. We can also create a new one. Uh, we can void it. We can create a credit memo. We can share it. And often I just click this little preview button here. It'll give me a pretty good overview of what I can expect for that invoice. And we can see the amount that's due, the tail, uh, the tax rates and everything else that goes along to it. We can also switch and see what it'll look like if the person happens to open it up on their mobile phone. Overall, very powerful solution for invoicing, POs, and anything else you might need. Now, 
some things that the client might find useful. The short-term cash flow is a really kind of useful tool. Uh, from the short-term cash flow, it can project out a company's financial position at a specified date and time. Uh, so if we look at over here today, we can see what our current balance is as well as our projected balance based off of invoices when they should be paid and checks when they will be cashed. And so we can see here, we've got 21.95 of invoice owed to us. We've got 39.79 of bills to pay. Well, our projected uh, end of period cash balance is 67, negative 67.31. So I better go out there and hustle and make some additional sales and get that money collected. And we could scroll down here. We can see the projected breakdown by day as these checks will be cashed or when we expect money to be coming in. And we can also see a summary of the different transactions to the cash flow. Let's be honest, cash is king. Understanding your company's cash flow position will be hugely important for its success uh, because if you can't pay your bills, doesn't matter how good your product or services are, you're not going to stay in business long. So I love this short-term cash flow, and I also really like this business snapshot tool as well. Uh, the business snapshot tool, again, answers the big questions most business owners want to know. What's my P&L? How much income do I have? How much expenses do I have? What's our efficiency from a gross profit perspective? You know, how much is going to gross profit? How much is going to cost of goods sold? What are our largest expenses? What is our cash balance? Uh, if we look over here, how many days it's taking to get paid? So our turnover both in terms of AR and AP. And just, you'll notice very limited balance sheet information because frankly, most clients don't have a firm grasp of balance sheet. I wish they had a better grasp of it, but uh, most people vanish from the income statement or the cash flow. So inside of here, you can set up your bills, you could set up your expenses, you could write a check. And to be clear, for example, when you write a check, uh, you put the information in for the particular check and then what you ultimately end up doing is you print a PDF and it will uh, print that PDF to your local computer and then you print that PDF like you would any other document. So here's an example here and uh, you'd print this out. You just need to put in the specific template of the check style that you're using. Okay. So I could go on and on. And in fact, I will, we will definitely be going in depth, talking at a greater depth on some of the major features and functions, especially the hidden trick tips and tricks for this particular solution uh, that you can use uh, going into depth, for example, how you can most effectively set up your invoices, uh, likewise for your aging of your bills some reporting tips and tricks and more, but we are going to save those for a future podcast. Okay, let's go ahead and have a review question. In addition to the United States dollars, which additional currencies does Zero currently support? Uh, does it support the Japanese yen? You betcha it does. Does it support the Great British Pound? Absolutely. Does it support the Euro? Yes. In fact, it supports the Canadian dollar, the uh, Mexican peso, and more. Um, in fact, worldwide currencies are supported, and that is our correct answer here. Uh, zero. Born in New Zealand, it has had international in throughout its entire life, and uh, the fact that uh, it was it, it supports that is a great solution for companies wanting to operate in this global environment. Now, before we go, I want to make you aware of some of the professional accounting tools, which we'll be exploring in a future podcast as well, and. Zero is doing its best to be a friend to the profession, and they've got a number of tools and services to assist the professional in providing greater services to the client. And I would say that what they're really trying to ultimately help you do is for you to become a trusted advisor. Okay. And they provided a set of tools to help gain insight on how clients can grow their companies, to cut costs, to be more efficient, more effective. Uh, and ultimately they're trying to help you because they're going to take a lot of the accounting work and a lot of the bookkeeping work. They want you to be an advisor. And if you haven't considered pursuing advisory services or other types of professional services in your accounting firm, it's a good time to do so. So Zero is designed to help accountants run their businesses efficiently, but it's also got specific accounting firm tools as well that you should be familiar with. Accounting firms gain access to these tools by joining what they call the Zero Partner Program. And firms that join the partner program can use Zero's small business tools to help run their firm's businesses for three for free. And so there are three tools that you should be familiar with for Zero for your accounting or bookkeeping practice. Okay. Um 
which we'll talk about here in a minute. Let me just talk more broadly about the partnership program. Okay. Now you're eligible for the program automatically as long as you have one client who is paying for the application. You can apply to become a zero partner. There's a review process, and then if you meet the criteria, you will be expect you will be accepted. Now, once you're a zero partner, they have opportunities to increase your knowledge of the application, and by learning and doing and completing their training, they have a whole ranking program where you can become a, a more qualified advisor. And you can earn points, which can increase your status, allow you to gain you new benefits and discounts. Okay. They also offer discounts to subscriptions so that if the partner is buying it on behalf of their clients, they can get it at a better rate and then either choose to pass the savings on to the client or uh, mark it up. Okay. And there are some specific rates that you can get if you hit specific uh, point criteria and special subscriber discounts uh, for getting specific status tiers. Now, regardless of the, uh, the discounts, there are three tools that you should be familiar with for better managing your organization and for your practice. Okay. And these tools can help in addition to, uh, kind of managing your business. They can also help you manage your own books. Uh, when you become a zero partner, you also get a copy of the application the software for you to use for inside your organization as well. So just point that out. But there are three tools. There's the Zero HQ product, there's the Zero Practice Manager product, and then the Zero Work Papers product. Now, Zero HQ, exactly what it sounds like, headquarters. It allows you to manage your client's businesses, gain insight onto their operation. Um, so it'll give you an overview of your different clients and, and what's up with them at the moment. Uh, give you a client list. You can use this to produce reports across your entire client database. So you can get a sense of where people stand at any given time, which can be really useful around period reporting and compliance driven uh, dates, you know, like income tax dates, sales tax dates, things of this nature. And you can also use this to connect to new, new clients using their advisor directory where they'll actually help you and recruit new people. Now to manage your practice, uh, they offer their practice manager. Uh, this helps you create workflow for managing standard client requests throughout the actual, um, uh, process of putting together accounts, accounting. Okay. You can assign your work to specific staff so that, you know, compilation reports or paying up bills that can be assigned to specific people. Uh, they can also track their time. And then ultimately you can use that time to create invoices to get paid by your clients. You could certainly track your invoices and payments, and you can also build custom reports to gain insight with respect to your practice. Now, if you have to create work papers, they also have a work papers tool as well. The work papers tool allows you to create work papers, assign them to employees with that scheduled completion date, which is a workflow centric tool, allowing you to know what people are working on, when they're working on it, and when it'll be done. Uh, you could create trial balances that then can be used to create work papers to justify your position on a particular financial um, number. Uh, you could determine the materiality thresholds per work paper. You could use zero data from the accounting solution to uh, analyze information, investigate errors. You can use this to gather information from clients uh, using their query tool where you can extract and find info that will help you understand your clients better. And then ultimately track your progress of these different work papers in the HQ products. See so it, know where you stand at any given time. All right, folks, let's have our third and final review question. Which tools are available for free with the Zero Partner Program? Is it zero HQ for managing clients? You betcha that comes uh, with it, giving you the overview look. Is it zero practice manager? Absolutely useful for understanding and uh, knowing in managing your business and staff and the zero work papers project for managing your clients and work programs. Correct answer here is all of the above. That does bring us to the end of our presentation for today. Uh, in summary, what we talked about, we talked about the major working uh, nature of Zero, including the company, the product, some of its major features and capabilities and functions of the actual application itself, from the invoicing to the bank feeds and more, uh, even the recoding tool to find those hidden transactions that could be really effective for cleaning up your client's books and records. And we also talked about some of the major aspects of the partner program and why you might want to consider using it. Now, as I mentioned, as a teaser, the next edition of this course, which if you happen to be watching in live in real time, will be next Friday, which will be Friday, December 3rd at 11 p.m. I'm sorry, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we're going to be joined by Randy Johnston as well as Zero itself to talk about uh, the latest and greatest features and functions 
as well as some of their insider best tips to best utilize the platform. Uh, so all of that is coming the next time. And beyond that, we're going to continue to explore through zero talking about some of the major features and functions going in depth on invoice design, the settings, uh, some of the, the marketplace tools and more. Now, if you happen to be a financial professional and you enjoyed our class today and you want to get CPE credit, you can do so super easy. Head on over to cpetoday.com. Today's course code is XER1. You'll use that code. And uh, if you're watching after the fact, you'll need to take a short five question quiz uh, that will assess what you heard and, and about today. And once you pass that, you will earn a credit for today's class. And in fact, if you are a new listener to the CPE Today podcast, guess what? Your first credit is on us. Uh, whether you like to take this class or any class of your choosing, any of our podcast courses, go ahead and pick one out and use coupon code one free podcast at the end, and you will get one free CPE credit. Try it. It's fast. It's efficient. It's easy. And it's a great way to stay on top of your credits so that you could renew and be an outstanding financial professional in your career. If you enjoy our content, we'd love for you to tell us about it. Please consider a link, uh, reaching out to us on social media. You can find us almost on everything at cpetoday.com. Uh, and you can also subscribe to our show wherever you happen to get content, Apple, uh, podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at CPE today. We'd love for you to leave a review and let us know what you think of today's, uh, class in our series. Uh, it also helps get other people interested in the show and spread the good news. So we'd love for you to, um, Reach out and let us know what you think and share it with your friends and family. Thank you so much for your time and attention today. As always, it is a pleasure being with you. uh, And I look forward to seeing you back in the office the next time around. Good luck.